The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Some people get their information from just anybody. Friends, co-workers, horoscopes, gum wrappers. If that's you, what are you doing? Credibility. It's a thing. We're your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. On Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Network's the loudest station in the nation. George Kurtz with us for a couple of more moments. Time just flying by. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio, as always. So, Kurtz, uh, trade rumors right now with Jack Eichel starting to pick up. And uh, the latest uh, I saw tonight, uh, TSN. Uh, was uh, reporting, or at least discussing, I don't know about, quote, reporting, uh, but they were talking about hearing about how the Calgary Flames are suddenly in talks. And this could be real, actually. The Jack Eichel and the Calgary Flames, which would really surprise me, because the Flames aren't the type of team to spend money usually like this. But the Flames also know they're in the same province um, as, as Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl, and they're kind of getting dwarfed, George, you know what I mean? They could use a shot in the arm, that organization. I don't know what they'd be willing to give up, but the Flames have money to do it. They've got the room, and they've got some talent. And the other team that's coming up right now, the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, the Rangers have always been the one I've always thought about the most, but the Anaheim Ducks, George, somewhat of a surprise. What are you hearing about Eichel? What do you think? Yeah, I think Calgary makes sense because of what you were sort of hitting there at the end. They sort of need to change things up. It's not working. It's not working with what they have. All right, you do have to compete with, uh, with Conor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and the Edmonton Oilers. So I don't mind that at all. I'm just a little surprised that it's a team that's sort of in the mix. Because I can see Anaheim because they have, uh, they have room under the cap and they're rebuilding anyway. And they can exactly, eat it yeah. until he gets healthy, right? Because he's, he's not going to play tomorrow if he gets traded. He's got to have the surgery. Right? He wants to have his surgery, not the uh, what the doctors are recommending in Buffalo. That's where the whole problem here. I mean, Gabe, have we ever seen something like this before? Where a no. star player isn't playing in any sport because they can't agree on a surgery? This is amazing. It's ridiculous. Like, the league has stepped in, from what I understand now, George, because this has to come to an end. Like, this can't go on like this. Like, it's, it's a, a stalemate. It's a stalemate. Like, Buffalo's in screw you mode, and Eichel hates them and doesn't trust them, and you know what I mean? Like... 
I've never seen it. So, but that's the whole thing. From so, from what I, what I understand is, other teams have finally been given approval to see the medical records, George. So that's why this is getting real now. Yeah, we've also heard that other teams have now. There are some teams that are okay. We don't mind your surgery. We think it will work. Yes. That's also being uh, playing into this as well because Eichel's not changing his mind. He's not going to go to Calgary. No, have he's to, getting uh, surgery. That surgery. He wants that surgery. So it's a. Uh, I listen. I hope it comes to an end because it's like said, it's kind of a joke for the NHL. And you mentioned the NHL no, no, has his career is getting crazy, dude. He's missed two years here now. It, it's it's this has been going on since March. March. We took it seven months now. They haven't come to a conclusion. Like I said, I have never seen this in any sport. I'm not talking some, you know, fourth-line player, you know, relief pitcher nobody cares about, backup, backup, backup quarterback. You're talking about oh, a star on, player who they haven't figured out. Hold on one second. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, Mean Gene. Level 3 has begun. We're kicking it on the Mightier 1090. Series XM Channel 204 Sports Grid Radio Networks. I am Gabriel Morenci. Let's do this thing. George Kurtz with us just for a couple more moments. He's so good, we can't let him go. Uh, just some quick hockey news uh, for those of you in Southern California right now. The Anaheim Ducks and both the Los Angeles Kings were also mentioned, George. And... I don't know about the Kings. I mean, the Kings have two very heavy contracts, obviously, that are holding them down right now, specifically in Drew Doughty's contract. But they're another franchise. It doesn't fully surprise me that they're in the mix right now for Jack Eichel. I think the Kings, it's been a little while since they've made a splash. And then, speaking part in the pun, will the Ducks make the splash? But the Ducks have the money. They've got the cap space. And they're in no rush, right? They could be patient and say, all right, Jack, get the surgery. Absolutely, they're not going anywhere anyway, and they can fit him. Uh, Same with the, the Kings. Here. Same with yeah. the Kings. The Kings uh, were actually one of, I, I thought a top three team originally when this came out, along with the, the Rangers. I thought because they have a lot of blue well. chip talent, right? They could trade. Right, they they have the talent they could trade to, and plus, you think Buffalo would like to get uh, Eichel as far away from Buffalo as possible? How <laughs> they would do that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think Eichel wouldn't mind either. Uh, I, think, I, I, I don't think Eichel. Uh, Eichel would mind either. All right, George, I can't believe we didn't even get to the damn World Series. We get to the, to the World Series. So who do you like? World Series, Astros minus 150. Who you got? This is another weird one. Think of the pitching, the starting pitching stairs for this team. Have we ever seen this before? The Astros pretty much have Valdez, Garcia, and that's it. That's, that's why I like them, though, because no one knows who they are. And just because no one knows who they are doesn't mean they're not good. You figure oh, no, they, Granke, are, they are good. You figure but, Granke's uh, going to get in there. You're uh, right, Granke's, though. It's, he, Granke's terrible. He's done. Uh, and the Braves only have Anderson, Morton, and Freed. And that's it. They don't have anybody else. We uh, Come on. Have we ever seen this where there's only like five starting pitches between the two teams? Don't you think, we, Don't you think, George, like some World Series, don't you get the feeling this is going to be a World Series where there's going to be a lot of 8-7 games and long games and home runs? and be. like yeah. It has, has to be. This well, is not a pitcher's World Series. You're going to get pitching changes up the wazoo. Give me the Braves. I want the Braves to win. Hate the Astros, and I love what the Braves have done. They're doing this without Ronald Acuna, and they rebuilt their outfield after a trade deadline. Rosario, Duval. And uh, Solar, I mean, f- uh, fantastic. Go Braves. Uh, Anthopolis is a great general manager. George Kurtz. Thank you, George. Anytime. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, Mo, want to come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Renzi, kicking it on the mightier 1090 Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 204, the loudest station in the nation. We're trying to make it the loudest station in the nation. Um, all right, let's do this thing. Let's get into the World Series a little bit, because after all, it is the World Series. We're going to break it, really break it down its entirety on Game Time Decisions tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, but let's take a look at this tonight. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to get into it in a couple of minutes. we got a baseball guest coming on as well. We're going to get into this. Um, I'm getting, you know, this this series, this series is going to be a fun series. This series, to me, and we just talked about this with George Kurtz, I really feel when I look at this series, we're, I'm going to be better than the overs in these games. All right? We're going to be better than the overs. You look at both these offenses, and you look at both the pitching staffs, and not to take anything away from the Atlanta Braves, but I think the Houston Astros are a better hitting team than the Los Angeles Dodgers are right now. Right? The Los Angeles Dodgers didn't have Max Muncy. The Los Angeles Dodgers didn't have Justin Turner. You know, they lost him, and Turner wasn't really hitting the ball anyways, but Trey Turner was cold. Everybody was cold. You know, besides Chris Taylor, who was really hot, and Will Smith had a decent, you know what I mean? Like, who was really hot for the Dodgers hitting? The Dodgers, like, you know, either score a bunch of runs or they didn't score at all. Like, and the Dodgers played 11 playoff games, and I think they scored five or more runs in half of them and two or more runs in, like, the other half of them type thing, right? So, Houston, on the other hand, are an offensive juggernaut, right? They scored 23 runs in the last three games against uh, the Boston Red Sox. In that park, they're, they're built, their lineup is built for that park. But I'll tell you, Solaire is also built for this park as well. It's going to be a fun series, and I'm generally an under better when it comes to baseball. You know, playoff baseball, oh, the pitchers, and let's let's go under the number. But I have a feeling this is going to be video game baseball. This is going to be video game baseball with these teams. I expect there to be a lot of runs in these games. And I'm going to step up. Listen, the total is eight. Game one is a little different, right? Only game one, I say this, there's going to be nerves. There's going to be nerves. The Atlanta Braves haven't been in a World Series since 1999. How many guys on the Braves have been in a World Series? Jock Peterson on the Dodgers. He's been in World Series before. Um, Solaire was on Kansas City, right? But was he was he was he on the team when they won? I don't know. Um, 
The Houston Astros as well. There's only four or five guys left from that team. Right? Like that so from their their World Series experience, but the Astros are in the playoffs every year. It's just it's it's a great baseball matchup. When you when you look at it like, you know, when you when you really break it down, they both have a lot of strengths going for them. Atlanta really are a hot team right now. But as you stated, Houston just rattled off three straight wins as well. You can't argue that Atlanta had the more difficult path in beating Milwaukee and in beating the Los Angeles Dodgers as opposed to the the, the, the Astros uh, beating both Sox teams. Home field advantage for the Astros. Pitching, I don't really, you know, this is what I'm talking about. I think there's going to be runs in this series. There's always the discussion, and I think we've learned our lesson, and I brought it up quite a bit during the postseason about the starting pitching being overrated. Now, I'm not saying, you know, your, your pitcher can give up runs you're gonna, and you're going to win games, but what I'm saying is we talked about it last week. The average pitch count for, the, for a starting pitcher in the playoffs this year has been 69 pitches. The pitchers don't go that long, right? So it's always really the bullpen because usually – both starting pitchers will be decent and, you know, whatever. It'll be a tie game after four innings or it'll be a pretty close game after four or five innings. Then suddenly it's all about the bullpen. So we all spend so much time talking about the starting pitching. The starting pitching are on average are throwing 69 pitches, right? The bullpens are what are deciding this stuff. And it's crazy because I like you. I'm just going to, you know, I think Houston's going to win the World Series. But I could be wrong. <laughs> like I have no zero confidence in this. I think this is as toss-up of a World Series as you can get, and I guess you could argue there's value with the Braves since it is such a toss-up. I like the home field advantage for Houston. I think that Houston's pitchers, albeit not like household names, are better than people realize, although they're all pretty... They're a classic example of this. None of these Astro pitchers are giving you seven innings. So that's the thing. The Houston bullpen is going to be the X factor to this. The Braves bullpen was spectacular against the Dodgers, but truth be told, man, I think I could have struck out the Dodgers considering they swung at everything all the time. Hell of a series. Total is eight in game one. Astros with Valdez versus Morton. Now, this is interesting, too, because Morton won a World Series with the Houston Astros. He was on that cheating team. <laughs> so, right now he's pitching against them. And we've heard a lot, you know, Morton, Morton, Morton. Morton can be really good, but Morton's also, he's not invincible. I think that Max Freed, Max Freed looked nervous to me the other night. And I get the feeling he could be nervous. Like, he's good, but I think he's the type of guy who's only going to give you four innings or something, too. I don't expect him to, like, be thrown... You know, seven, eight innings. One thing is, though, in the World Series, they're not going to have to worry about saving their arms, right? So as it goes on later, it'll be interesting to see. I think I think that the good way to go here is is because it is such a difficult World Series to pick. And I'm not trying to cop out, guys. You listen, I just went over. I've got 26 current bets going on here, right? I bet on everything. I'm not trying to cop out. We said Houston. I can't back off. I'm already documented saying Houston. Oh, I changed my mind. I'm going to stick to it. But what I am going to tell you is this series is going to be a long one. So this series to go six games is plus 200. The series to go seven games is plus 210. There's no way in hell this series is not going six or seven games. And we talked about that in the last series. 
And it's the same thing. Now, listen, it's not glamorous to, like, bet two things and one of them is going to lose, but you're still going to make money if you took plus 200 to plus 210 and basically whatever. Do you think it's going seven or do you think it's going six? I'm not sure it goes seven. I don't really feel like, is it going seven? Either way, though, you can make, like, you know what I mean? You put money on both, you're going to make money. Right, you put a hundred dollars down on 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 this series to go six games, you get three hundred dollars back. All right, you put a hundred dollars down um, on uh, to go seven games. If it wins, you get three ten back. So if it goes six or seven, you either made a hundred dollars or a hundred and ten dollars. Uh, if you times that by ten, you put a thousand dollars, etc. Then you know you do the math and you start to figure it out, and you're like, oh wow. You know what? Like you can almost guarantee yourself a thousand dollars profit. If you put a thousand dollars on each, you're going to guarantee yourself a thousand dollar profit as long as it goes six or seven games. Doesn't even matter who wins. And then boom, when it's when it goes to six, and you just congratulate yourself for making a thousand dollars, you have that money to bet on the games too, and you can even make more. I'd be very surprised if either team distanced themselves that much. Yet I got to tell you. How many how many games have gone the distance this year in the playoffs? Like how many series have gone the distance? The Dodgers and the Giants. Like what what have the playoffs been? Uh, the Atlanta Braves made short work. They won in what four against the Brewers. Uh, the Dodgers and the Giants went five. The Astros rolled uh, the White Sox easily in four. Um, they beat the uh, the Red Sox in six. The Braves beat the Dodgers in six. So the only series that has gone the distance was uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles. And, oh, yeah, happened to be the two best teams in baseball with 107 and 106 wins, respectively. So I don't know. I'm not, I, you know, my gut, this is just my gut. My gut doesn't say, yeah, this is going to go seven. My gut says six. My gut says six. So there it is. I'm, t- I'm going to take the World Series to go in six games. At plus 200. The late night anger management class. This is sports rage. Vent your rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. The 
Anger Management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're folded down on Sirius XM Channel 204 Sports Grid Radio Networks. The mightier 1090 Southern California in the house. Let's talk World Series of baseball. Not that I want to, but we sort of have to. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a great World Series. It's going to be entertaining baseball. But I think I speak for everybody when I say we all hate both teams. <laughs> all right, I can't speak for Cliff Cochran, who joins us. All right, he's the uh, the author of the Cycle Newsletter. Uh, former AthleticSI.com steps up and in. Cliff, welcome to the Rage. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. How you doing, Cliff? I'm doing well. How you doing? Yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right, considering I'm a Dodger fan. Right. Um, it just doesn't feel the same without the Dodgers up playing anymore. But the Atlanta Braves were the better baseball team. They deserve to be in the World Series uh, right now. And yeah, they won 88 games in the regular season. But we all know about the injuries that they had. And really, I think, you know, not enough can really be said, in my opinion. And I'm looking forward to your take on this about Alex Anthopoulos and the job that he did putting Band-Aids and just, you know, not tapping out despite all the injuries and, uh, you know, suspensions and everything else that they had. Yeah. No, I, I really appreciate the, the Braves sticking with it and going for it. It helps that the Mets and the, and the Phillies failed to put them away. If one of those teams, I think, ran away in the first half, maybe it would have been a different story. But, you know, a couple of years ago, the Diamondbacks and the Giants, I don't know, the Giants stuck with the Diamondbacks sold when they were like had just fallen out of first place uh, just prior to the deadline. And, and I, you just hate to see that, that sort of thing. So whenever a team goes for it, and to see a team go for it when they were struggling to get over 500 and then be rewarded for it, you know, from the beginning of August through the end of the regular season they played at 108 win pace um so you know they just it all came together for them despite the fact that they never did get Acuna back um you know we didn't we never expected they would but you know they they took these pieces they took guys who weren't playing well you know Solaire was awful with with the Royals earlier this year uh Rosario was wasn't playing well and got hurt and all these other things uh Duvall did have was having a good year Peterson was not playing particularly well for the Cubs picked up all these pieces and then some of the guys they already had started playing better they got better results from Morton and Freed, um, you know, and, and just to see them be rewarded for that and come down the stretch, uh, you know, and it, it's, it's, I, I, I'm a, I, it's a little weird to not have the Dodgers or the Giants, you know, because they were so good during the regular season in there. Uh, the Dodgers injuries just stacked up on them too much in the, in the postseason there. Um, but the Braves are, are a legitimately good team. You know, they were there last year. They, these two teams that are in this, post, in this World Series were the two teams that lost the championship series last year. So it's not like either of them is faking it. That's a great point that we forget. And, you know, it was brought up that the Braves had a 3-1 series lead last year as well. But because, you know, it's sort of like, oh, is it a fluke that the Braves you hear? No. I mean, they were up 3-1 on the Dodgers last year, as you just stated, Cliff. Great point. What's the – and, you know, it's amazing, too. They've done all this, and Freeman had a great regular season, but he really hasn't been great in the playoffs, right? And and you mentioned all these other guys. As a Dodger fan, I don't ever want to hear Eddie Rosario's name again, bro. It's just like, oh, God. Like, every time he came up, I knew it, too. Like, deep down inside, I'm like, oh, God, yeah, yeah. Just hurry up and hit the ball, bro. Like, it was one of those deals. Albies, too. Albies is a hell of a baseball player. Um, so we talked about the Braves. Let's get to the Astros a little bit. Let me ask you as a whole. who's not, So first with the Braves, who's the X factor for the Braves that sort of puts them over the top? If he plays well, if he does this, or if a couple of guys do this, they're going to win. And then let's get into Houston. Well, for one thing, Freddie Freeman actually did have an excellent He's actually been very good this postseason. He got he hit the home run that beat Milwaukee, and then after the first two games where he went, you know, seven strikeouts. Nah, I know there were some big hits. I know, I know. <laughs> no, his, his final numbers were very, very good. Um, but no, I think I think Austin. Everybody made a big deal out of Austin Riley after the first two games of the championship series, and then his bat kind of went away. From yeah, that's a good point. Series. 
Uh, so if he can, if he steps it back up, Albies, you mentioned, um, you know, I look at the pitching. I, the Astros lineup, I think, is just plainly better top to bottom. So it's really going to come down to, you know, the bullpen looked good, but the bullpen, the Dodgers were susceptible to lefties. The Astros are a very right-handed lineup, um, although some of their best hitters in the, in the championship series were the lefties, were, you know, uh, Jordan Alvarez and, so, and Tucker has had a pretty good postseason so far. Um, but I, I think it's going to be, you know, the Braves pitching is going to need to step up because I don't think that they, even with Freeman and those other guys, I think Rosario will cool off. He's a classic kind of postseason, you know, fluke spike type of guy where he has one great series and then the next series he could be nothing. So um, I think that their pitching is going to have to keep the games close because otherwise, if it turns into a slugfest, the Astros are going to win that. That's a great point. Cliff Conker uh, raises some great points about what is here. Now, as far as the Astros pitching, and one thing, too, I want to say, you know, the Dodgers are very impatient, too, swinging at the first pitch all the time. Very aggressive, and quite frankly, they were cold. I mean, that was sort of the theme of the Dodgers a lot this year, even though they won 106 games, that, you know, they either put up nine or they put up two. You know what I mean? Yep, That's exactly. sort of their... In the postseason. <laughs> exactly. And they lived... Exactly. They they are they are who we thought they were, as Dennis Green said. <laughs> they are who we thought Yeah, the heart of the order the, the top part of the order didn't. It was all Taylor and Bellinger yeah. and, uh, and AJ Pollock. Yeah, Betts and, and those, Seager. Those were, yeah, yeah, they were driving. The, they were driving the bus on that. Yeah, for, but for the, the Astros yeah. are the Dodgers, exactly right. The Astros yeah. are smoking the ball right. They scored twenty three runs in the last three games against the Sox. Yeah, in the in the in the postseason to this point, the Braves have scored more than five runs in one game, and the Astros have scored less than five runs in one game. So one that's game, less than five. Yeah. Wow, I didn't yeah. realize that. Now, wow. now you got to you got to look at the pitching there. Obviously the. The Brewers and the Dodgers have better pitching than the Red Sox and and the White Sox. In particular, the White Sox have some injury issues down the stretch. Uh, but yeah, that's a big difference. Um, so, like I say, the, the, it's going to come down to the, the Braves. I think the Braves pitching be able to keep it close. The Astros pitching looked like a disaster for a hot minute there in the in the championship series. But then Framber Valdez came back. Luis Garcia made a little adjustment with his plant foot, and he had a great start. Uh, I'm kind of looking at Jose Urquidy. He's the guy who, if for any reason this goes to Game Seven, could wind up being a Game 7 starter, and he was brutally awful when they really needed him to step up against the Red Sox. So Jose Urquidy, who's probably going to be the Game 3 starter in the series, and again, that would, pay, that would play forward to Game 7, he could kind of be the guy that really needs to come through if the Braves are able to keep this a close series. If not, like I say, if it's a slugfest, this could be over in less than 7, and Urquidy becomes less important, but he's kind of a guy to keep an eye on in terms of the pitching side of things. And then on the other side, um, I think Carlos Correa actually might be, you know, this is his, he's heading into free agency, so this is the last series that he knows he's going to be a part of the Astros. Um, he had a, a couple of big hits in the postseason so far, but his overall numbers have not been great. Like I said, it's really been uh, Alvarez and, and Gurriel who have been driving the offense so far. Um, Correa has a, a history of being great in the postseason. Uh, sometimes he got a little help with that, and sometimes he didn't. Um, you know, <laughs> but but I, 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 think, I think that uh, ability, you know, whether or not Correa steps up and then Jose Urquidy, those are the two guys I'm keeping my eye on heading into the series. And I, I think that's one of the themes too. And you know, I know it's not, not, it's not exactly the same team. Not everybody's there. There's some dudes that had nothing to do with it. But the Astros have a chip on their shoulder. I thought that Dusty Baker was the perfect guy to hire at the time. I've always been a Dusty fan. You know, I, like I said, I'm a lifelong Dodger fan. So you know, of course, Dusty uh, playing for the Dodgers, and he also played for the Braves uh, as well. So I'm going to ask you about the MVP now. So I'm asking about the MVP. You tell me who's going to win the MVP. It's almost telling me who you think is going to win the World Series as well. So right. let me just, let me just let you know the odds 
So this is what FanDuel's got posted. Uh, Jose Altuve's 10 to 1. Michael Brantley's 10 to 1. Bregman's 10 to 1. Wow, so they're they're Astro heavy here. Uh, Alvarez 10 to 1. Freeman 11 to 1. Uh, Carlos Correa, you just mentioned 12 to 1. Max Fried 14 to 1. Kyle Tucker 14 to 1. Austin Riley 16 to 1. Eddie Rosario 17 to 1. Framber Valdez 19 to 1. I'm a betting man. If you would have told me before the year, bro, that Framber Valdez is going to be the World Series MVP, I would have wanted like 2 million to 1 odds. <laughs> and Charlie Morton's 20 to 1. So, what do you think about the MVP? What's your opinion about this? Give me, give me a player on both teams. Well, again, I'm going to go. I'm going to lean on Correa there again. I think the fact that this is could be his final series with the Astros, the chance to win a championship, and you know, you mentioned you know they're not the same team as 2017. There's really only five guys left, and that's if they put Marwin Gonzalez on the roster, which I think they might do with needing pinch hitters in the NL Park. There's only five guys left from 2017, but he's one of them. And of those five guys, Altuve didn't really take any stolen signs, so it's really just four guys. Correa is the guy who I think has got everything going on with free agency coming and wanting to clear his name, maybe. I don't know. He like, kind of likes playing the villain. He's the guy I'm keeping on the eye on for for the Astros. So he's my pick if the Astros win it to be the MVP. And for the Braves, I think it might be Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton's always been a big game pitcher. He's getting the game one start. If the Braves win, I said, I think it's going to have to be the pitching that drives it. Uh, Freddie Freeman's, I think, the obvious pick, but I think Charlie Morton, he's going to get two starts because he's starting game one, which means he starts game five, and there's no way that the Braves are sweeping this thing. So Charlie Morton's my pick on the Braves side. I've got the Astros. I think the Astros are going to win. I think it's going to be a hell of a series. I think it's a higher scoring series, too. I think we're going to, like, it's going to be some wild games along the way. So I'm going to take the Astros when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think if it's high scoring, I think the Astros are going to win it. And I think I think, I think you got to lean towards the Astros, both the experience. I just think they have the better roster top to bottom. Um, you know, the Braves are a good team, but I want to see them come back with Acuna and win it with him. Before we get you out of here, how come how come the managers just don't send everybody every time when they get on base, considering that nobody gets thrown out anymore? Like, they started so, to do that this year. Yeah, they, I, 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 actually, Rosario got thrown out, and there was one in the I think I forget who got thrown out in the American League. There's one guy, but yeah, no, I think we started to see more of that. I mean, I can't other the Royals, the 2015-16 yeah, Royals, exactly. Uh, sorry, 2014-15 Royals. Yeah, they but they, that was their thing. They were like a like an small ball throwback turf. Yeah. Right, exactly. Stealing bases was their thing. That's not true. There is no team like that in the in the, in the um, major leagues now. But we've seen teams that even can run a little bit. We've seen, you know, Kyle Tucker's been stealing a bunch of bases. Um, teams are running because they know that, yeah, the, the pitchers are not paying attention and they're getting those extra bases. And certainly I, I paid a little bit more attention to it in the division series round. A lot of those stolen bases were resulting in guys coming around to score. Those have been big extra bases. So I think we're going to continue to see that. Um, maybe, you know, the the Braves have guys that can run. They've got Albies. They've got Rosario. They've got, um, well, I guess really just those two yeah. guys. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, and, and like I said, you, even guys like Kyle Tucker, who, who keeps still 14 during the regular season. God, he's fast not, for a big dude, huh? A big dude, too, big, man. Tall, lanky, young guy, you know, but maybe Correa, maybe Altuve doesn't really steal anymore. He's getting older, but I think, you know, it's something to keep an eye on. It's been, and we even saw a straight steal a home this postseason. So it's been, I like that kind of baseball, so I'm happy to see that happening. It is something to keep her eye on in the World Series. Hey, let's catch up later in the series. Enjoy the conversation, Cliff. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Follow Cliff on Twitter. It's very simple, Cliff Cochran. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks for having me. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. So what do I do? Just aim me for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Quickest 180 minutes of Sports Talk Radio. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omaranzi at a Mightier 1090, Series XM Channel 204, Sports Good Radio Networks. Sports map, sports byline. Let's do this thing. Uh, man, another show has just flown by, but we're not done uh, yet. World Series set to begin. And uh, great stuff, uh, great stuff with Cliff. Uh, enjoyed, like I said, too, in 19 and a half years on the radio, I'm pretty sure that's the first time we've ever had a guest named Cliff on the show before. Pretty sure. I could be wrong. We've had you know literally thousands of guests, so you know. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. So uh, Houston are minus 150 World Series. Atlanta Braves plus 125. I totally get it. If you want to make a case for the Atlanta Braves, they're red hot. They're healthy. They're good. They're they're deep. Solaire is back right now. It's crazy to think they beat the Dodgers too. Solaire was out. They got guys out too. Ultra-resilient baseball team, ultra-resilient organization. Anthopolis did a great job. Uh, we were talking about um, talking about where the value is, and we don't just don't talk, so we're going to click, right? We can't just talk about it. we got to click it. And I've got a couple of bets I'm going to leave you with on the way out here before we're done tonight that I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I'm going to click them tonight. So this series... This series, I believe, like I said, my gut, I'm going with my gut here, doesn't tell me seven games. tells me six games. One way or the other, six games. And you're getting plus 200. And another thing is, too, you take the plus 200, you take it, you put it in your back pocket. It's like, uh, it's like uh, Mr. Bookman on Seinfeld. You get Folgers, you put it in the cupboard, somebody comes over, you have it. It's good, freeze dry, freeze dry. It's good for years. It's one of those deals. I know it's a hard habit to do, people. I get it. And even me, I've never been a big future guy or even like that. I'm sort of a game-by-game game over the years. But the, that's where the money's to be made, man. You look at my portfolio here and all these these futures I have and stuff. You know, yeah, you got to wait. But I'd rather wait and make thousands of dollars back than bet every day, win, lose, win, lose, goes back and forth, etc. So as far as the series is concerned, we're still going to bet every game anyway. So it's not like, oh, this is the only bet of the series. So we're going to come in here. 
We're gonna come in and we're gonna we're gonna pull the trigger. So I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is right now. The only thing is, is the amount. I always get all right. How much am I gonna put on this right now? All right. When will series finish? Correct. Uh, correct games. Correct games. I say six. That's what my gut tells me. All right. I'm bi- I'm weird with random numbers just in my account. I like to even things out, and this works out perfectly actually. $169 pays $490. So uh, we got to bump that up a little bit. So $172. Gets us $500 back. It's not bad. $173. You know, I always look at, look at it this way. Imagine you walk into a room, you put $173 on the table, and they give you $500 back. It's not bad. That's a nice return. And this isn't even, I don't have to worry about who wins the series. And then suddenly I got five. I got $500 on. All right, go six. I got a nickel sort of stash there for the $173. So I'm going to put it in. And it is in. Atlanta Braves, Houston Astros. Series to go six games, plus 200 and uh, it's done. All right, so that's done. It's going to be a fun series. I, you know, like I said, I'm not, you know, whatever. Houston had the garbage can stuff. Get over it. I'm a Dodger fan. They beat us in the World Series, but whatever. You know, get over it. And it's funny because I see Chris Bassett of the Oakland Athletics talking right now, saying Houston aren't the only one that does this. <laughs> he says, so why are you saying this now here on Oakland? Remember, they all, like, you know what I mean? The, you know, the who doesn't sin cast the first stone or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like one of those. It's baseball, man. They're all cheating. Houston just took it to another level and we're good at it and they won. Right? It is It is what it is. Everyone's cheating. Right? And by definition, they're all, everybody's got guys in the stands and binoculars and cameras and this and that and sign stealing and the old janitor showing up early and come on, man. It is what it is. We brought it up with the cliff actually about, um, uh, Stolen bases. So how about this, guys? There's been 42 stolen bases in the playoffs. 38 safe. So it's 38 and 4, man. I'd be sending guys aggressively with this. 38 and 4. Molinado's got a good arm, though. He's a good catcher. And that's, this is something to keep your eye on in the World Series. And when you're looking for little edges and stuff like that. Houston aren't a big, like, stolen base team. Like, they don't, they're not, they're an American League team. They got a ton of power and stuff. They're not really, like, a small ball speed base team. But they still have athletes that can run. And, and, and Travis Darno behind home plate for the Braves, he's a good offensive player. He's terrible. Like, he can't throw anybody out. Right? We saw it with the Dodgers, and it was frustrating the Dodgers didn't steal more bases and they weren't more aggressive, actually. Uh, you know, Trey Turner is one of the fastest guys in the league. And he's, you know what I mean? Like, Mookie should have stolen every damn time he was on base and steal, steal third and stuff as well. I don't know why they don't get aggressive and steal third more. So, that's something to keep your eye on. And I guarantee you the Houston Astros noticed that, you know, you know what? Look at the Dodgers and how the Dodgers just ran at will against these guys. And that's going to be something to keep your eye on. That's a little advantage there. They're both very good. De- they're good. I think Atlanta are better defensively. Offensively, I think it's kind of like a toss-up, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're both hot. They're both, you know, but Cliff brought up a great point in what she stated. 
In the playoffs this year, Atlanta have scored more than five runs once. In the playoffs this year, Houston have scored less than five runs once. So who do you think, you know what I mean? Like, the Dodgers are a great team, but they were offensively challenged, man. No excuses, but Max Muncy was an MVP candidate. They lost him on the last day of the regular season. They didn't have time to trade for people like the Braves did to, like, you know, to plug that hole, right? It was a pretty big bat to lose. The Mookie Betts and Seager at the top of the lineup were ice cold. You know, Betts had a good game. Betts had a good game five against, uh, against San Francisco, but for the most part, he didn't really have a great playoff. So I'm sticking to my guns here with Houston. I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns uh, with Houston. But it's going to be a fun series. And we just put the bet in this series to go six games. The Houston Astros on the season. And another thing is, too, who played against better teams this year, right? Like the Astros aren't like the, the Astros are used to playing good teams. You know, Seattle won 90 games. Oakland's a good team. They won 86 games. You know, you look at the Braves. The Braves just got through, you know, great teams. But Houston are another great team. I think a lot of people sort of think, like, since they beat the Dodgers that the Braves are about to win for sure. I don't really see it that way. You know, the Houston Astros scored 863 runs this year. The Atlanta Braves scored 790 runs this year. The Houston Astros gave up 658 the Atlanta Braves gave up 656. So look, the Houston Astros run differential was 205 runs. The the Atlanta Braves run differential was 134 runs in a weak ass division. I think like Houston are better than people realize. And you know, people talk about Houston's pitching. Their pitching will be fine because they score so much. Houston 51 and 30 at home. It's a unique stadium. They're loud as hell in Texas. Both these stadiums are going to be loud and annoying, actually, with that stupid tomahawk crap that they do in Atlanta. So I've got the bet in. I got Houston to win the World Series, but I just put the bet in because I'm not laying minus 150 in what's a toss-up. I'm not laying my, you know what I mean? I'm not going to lay juice on this. It's a toss-up. So I just played the series to go six, and now I'll just sort of bet it game by game now. But I do believe it'll be Houston that wins in six. And for the record, let's get the exact odds because now we're since I just said this, I'm going to have to put a little bit on this. Houston to win in six pays a nice smooth Snoop Dogg plus 420. Plus 420. Houston to win in six. I'd like a little bit better odds, but hey, you know, <laughs> I don't set the odds. So that's what it is. Houston to win the World Series in six. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta to win in uh, six is plus five fifty. Houston to win in seven is plus four sixty. And uh, Atlanta to win in seven is plus five fifty. So it's interesting that I said without even looking at these odds that I've got Houston in six. That's what the lowest odds are. So that's what the sports book thinks is going to happen. Because you know what I mean, like Atlanta, Atlanta. Um, Atlanta in 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 six is plus five fifty. Houston in seven is plus four sixty. Houston in five is plus five hundred. Houston uh, in four sweep is plus seven fifty. 
Atlanta in seven is plus five fifty. The Braves to sweep them is fifteen to one, and the Braves in five is plus seven fifty. So the lowest payout is actually plus four twenty, and that's the one that I liked. Six games, Houston in six. Now the other bets that we're going to put in here, and I'm going to get these in. Now this is as much of a rush because you got the week. I don't know how much the odds are going to move during the week here, but the Los Angeles Rams. I'm taking both L.A. football teams to win their divisions. The Los Angeles Rams guys have only lost one football game. All right, They play Arizona again. As good as Arizona has been, and it's too bad Devontae Adams is out now because that could really hurt. You know what I mean? That's, it affects the game on Thursday. But Green Bay can still win that game. But anyways, even if Arizona wins, the Rams are a good football team. They're one game back and it's plus 175. They're one game back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not they're not two games back. They're not three games back. They're one game back, and they play Arizona again. Like, Arizona's not going 17-0, people. I think there's value with the Rams, and we're going to take the Rams to win this division at plus 175. And I'm not anti-Arizona. I'm a fan of Arizona. I like Kyler Murray. I like Kingsbury. But I like money, and Cliff Kingsbury's not paying my bills. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's not about who I like. It's about what it is. And what it is, I don't like the way they, they screwed Jared Goff. Is Matthew Stafford a better quarterback? Hell yeah, of course he is. But, you know what I mean? I think McVay's kind of a jerk, but it is what it is. And who cares? I think probably 90% of football coaches are jerks. I think that, uh, you know, 93% of humans are probably jerks, right? I'm a jerk. Everybody's a jerk. You're a jerk. I'm a jerk. Everybody's a jerk. But they're only down one. They're one game back. It's plus 175. Great value on the Los Angeles Rams. They still control their own destiny. They're down one game, man. That's crazy talk. And even if Devontae Adams is out, which he probably is on Thursday, um, I don't know. Like I said, he could pass two COVID tests in a row and he's back, but he's got COVID, so he might be sick. So uh, that kind of affects it. But nevertheless, even if Arizona wins this game, I think the Rams are going to keep winning, and Arizona's going to slip up eventually. Right? They're not going 17-0. Give me the Rams to win the division. And the Chargers, I, we talked about it. The Chiefs are done, man. I don't think the Chiefs can win this division. I think they've dug themselves too much of a hole. The Raiders are 5-2, and two, but I think the Chargers are a better football team. The Chargers are plus 100. So we take the Chargers at plus 100 to win the division. The Rams are plus 175 to win the division. Yeah, we're making money if one, especially if the, uh, especially if the Rams hit. But at least we're not laying any juice. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. It's amazing how much I can sound like this guy, isn't it? Left hand and left to rot. In case you're wondering, that is me. <laughs> that is me. And we're gonna have some new material coming out, uh, coming out like after Christmas or whatever. We're we're in uh, the wheels are starting to move for recording of a new record, new homicide record. We'll keep you informed. Uh, so if you're just joining us right now. Uh, we appreciate uh, well, we appreciate everybody that did uh, stay with us throughout the evening. But if you're just joining us right now on the way out, I think the World Series goes six games plus 200. Doesn't matter which team wins, you get plus 200. Series goes six games. I do believe Houston are going to win the World Series. Tune in tomorrow to Game Time Decisions. We're going to have our MVP picks and a complete World Series breakdown before Game One. Uh, but uh, plus 200, I'm sold on this Rams pick. Nothing against Arizona. I like what the Cardinals are doing. And I, man, great, great story to Cardinals. But the Rams only one game back, and it's plus 175. And I think there's good value right there. You know, we're nearly halfway through the season. We don't have to wait that long. And it's just we're only dealing with one team, too. We know that, that now Seattle, Seattle are done. San Francisco are done. It's a two-team race, and I'm getting plus 175. Chargers are plus 100. I don't want to disrespect the Raiders, but I think the Chargers are going to win that division. And uh, Mike in our chat brings, he's a Bengal fan. He brings up a good point. As far as value, and I think I'll probably bet it. You know what? Because you know what? They, they get the Jets this week. They're going to win again, right? The Bengals are going to rack up another win. And I don't, you know, the Browns are so beat up right now. And you look at those odds. Baltimore are minus 120. The Browns are plus 250. The Cincinnati Bengals right now, plus 330. I don't buy the Steelers. I'm not buying the Browns. So, in other words, it's the Bengals and the Ravens. And the Bengals do have a, you know, they just beat them. And that was in Baltimore. And now they get the Jets. They're going to win again. They're going to rack up. They're going to be 6-2. and Like, Cincinnati are the one seed right now. If the playoffs started today, they're the top seed. And they're plus 330. I think there is value. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out every day. and Internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply, actual speeds vary, and not guaranteed.